got, I got, I got. Making trouble is most of the time seen as bad. But the reality is, is that we stop making trouble. We stop innovating because of the no's or the fear of the no's that we've seen or had in our life. Pain is progress. The troublemaking is a willingness to step up and be different. That's why we pick like a different design aesthetic. In automotive, there's nothing like this. And you just look at it, it's like comic book, hand-drawn illustration. We just want to set the tone from the beginning. Welcome to Wednesday. <laughs> you know what else to say. We did it. We're at Wednesday, baby. All right, that's a little audio from a promo video um, that our boy Crosby cut last night. You can hear it in the voice is that, oh my gosh, it was worth it. What an amazing, what an amazing event. Totally was different than I thought it would be. But, I mean, so much better. It, it was... It was. It was so much better. I think, uh, like, maybe midway through, we both realized, like, this This is a lot of what we expected, but then everything that we weren't expecting to happen and just the energy at... I, I, I think, like, the energy in the room was good, but the energy at the table was I, just <laughs> absolutely insane. And, and the feeling that 20 or so people had sitting at the table having a conversation that was that, that was potentially the amount of thoughtfulness that those 20 people needed to radically shift our industry i agree <laughs> <laughs> so here's how the day went we, we were working the digital dealer conference kyle had to speak several times but we were running back and forth I'm trying to set up at the venue. We had a little mishap with a banner, and shout out to Danielle. I mean, we're talking like a big banner, like a nine-foot by four-foot banner that was custom-ordered, and we had a little shipping issue. We didn't get one of them, and obviously it had all the sponsors on there, so it was like, oh, my gosh, this is bad. So Danielle calls around Las Vegas, finds someone to print it, finds a courier to bring it over to the restaurant, fixes that. So we're running back and forth. We're setting up, putting lanyards on badges, setting up audio. Darren Doan and his crew show up. Um, and then it's just like, go, 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 go. And then the event start time happens, which is what you just that little audio clip was from the very beginning of that event. People start pouring into the event and we're like, before I knew it, we were halfway through and we're sitting at the table. Like Kyle was saying, we're sitting at this table and we're having a, one of the most meaningful conversations I've ever had in auto um, or probably even in my career, maybe. And it was just a strange dynamic because you can't corral 200 people in a wide space and, and try to get everybody to pay attention. People are eating or drinking. So that was a little bit off my expectation. But like Kyle said, what happened was, I, I can't even explain it, but <laughs> if it was almost like the world was moving around us in slow motion and the people at the table were so intensely focused on what was going on in the conversation and it was still like supercharged by the energy in the room. Gosh, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry to be rambling in your ear on a Wednesday, but I'm still trying to make sense of what happened. And at the end of the event, we end up spending like, what, two hours in Darren Doan's hotel room. Yeah, you know, we both said yesterday, we, obviously, we, Paul just said, we were running around, right, just 
back and forth in the hotel up to up to our uh our room grabbing stuff carrying things right we 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 thought it would be uh really really intelligent to not have like any staff on hand so <laughs> we're running around like we're the staff and the event it was crazy so we get we're like taking the last elevator uh down to the event and we both looked at each other like we're just we're just not even sure if we're there or ready but then by the end of the event, so energized that we had to do something about the energy within us to have like a two-hour conversation just to decompress what just happened, right? Yes. I mean, that, that, that was the feeling. And what's so, what's so crazy about it, and I can't wait to listen back to the audio and the video and the content that comes out of last night because I gained so much value from being in the moment and seeing the people in the room engage with each other and, and really key in on so many important things. And then um, to, to ha- and then now, like once we see that come back and me to hear that outside of that and really dive into some of the things that were said and the, and the, and the way that people were speaking is going to be, that'll continue to be life-giving to me and, and, and most likely a lot of other people that get to hear and, and be a part of that content. And we listen to some of the audio and it's like all the noise in the background is there, but the, the intensity of the voice on the mic is just, it's clear what was happening. Yeah. If, if, I'm trying to think of someone's perspective who's listening to this right now. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm trying to, trying to bring it down to something that can actually be taken away it it had the feeling that yes, there are certain things that we all talk about all the time as far as the auto industry needing to change, as far as the problems that we're facing. As you you've heard us talk about here, as far as the world flipping upside down, the the most stark I'll even call it like a warning that I heard from many people, maybe not even directly, but some directly, is that. The way we are going to move through this is to basically become the new center of the industry. People that think this way, people that are ready to to radically go against the playbook that is just not going to work. It's still working a little bit and everyone's got a lot of money in their pocket right now. But banding together is the only way and becoming the new center point for what auto could and should be in a radical way is how it's going to change and not get swallowed up. Yeah. And you know, it's not just, and, and Darren said it this way last night, it's not just becoming the new center point. It's already assuming that we are the center. And that's not, that's not out of pride or anything. It's just the knowledge that if, if this isn't the center point, then everything goes away. Which is a, it's a pretty like ominous, doom and gloom, <laughs> ominous, like, oh, you know. <laughs> I've heard this before. Heard right. this before, right? But it was quite apparent even in just the setting of the room. And you know what? What's really cool about, you know, we've, we talked a lot about last week, this ability to see that the world is flipping, right? And, and knowing that if that's the case, that your eyes have to so constantly be up for shifting and changing, right? And so what was really interesting about last night was, you know, we're, we're like, we're very punctual person people, right? Yeah. It's going to happen right here, right here. We had all the plan, the schedule, right? <laughs> and we started late. We started this late. This had to go longer because it felt good. And there was this moment in, in the night where I was like, there's, a, there's another energy that has to be brought into what we're doing, right? And I, 
I, there was no way for me to communicate with Paul. Oh, right. That, I'm sitting at the table. <laughs> that right? I'm about to shake things up near the end of it, right? <laughs> and so I, I, we just bring in even more people to the table just to have this conversation. And goodness, I couldn't. He means literally there was a round table on a stage. And there were, you know, it was just a round table that was set up with four, you know, podcast stations. And all of a sudden, chairs are coming up on the stage. <laughs> everybody's scooching over. People are starting to share microphones. Yeah. That's what he literally means. Literally more people at this table in the center of the room. And uh, I, I mean, I, I wish I could have said it was my genius. It was just a, it was a moment thing. But for Erica Tiffany to come up, right? And I, I'm sure you'll get to hear the content. We won't be able to say exactly what she said in the way that she said it. Definitely. But, <laughs> definitely but not. There was a, there was a moment that, that just blew my mind and I'm still trying to, f to figure out exactly what the phrase, I mean, I think I know what she meant, but the way that she said it in the, in the, um, in the tense that she said it, she said, people is the currency. She didn't say people are currency. She said, people is the currency for our industry. And then, and then Dave Meltzer followed up with that. And there's a lack of faith in those people. That's right. Well, can we have a moment of silence for that like moment too? Right, you because know? it's almost like if there was... You know when someone says that they have faith in you or they have faith in something, but what they're doing doesn't reflect that? Mm. And, it, and it just seems... Like, oh, I know it feels good to say it, and you want me to think that you believe that? And when Dave said, like, but people don't have the faith in it, I think the way we're moving forward in seven to eight out of ten times is that we might say that, oh, it, people are the business. Our, our biggest asset are people. But when you look at the playbook and what's being played out, it's like, no, nah, I don't really trust that they are. And instead, I'm going to trust a system. I'm going to trust um, legislation. I'm going to trust something other than the people. And so when she said that with that conviction and Dave said, and we need more faith mm. in that principle, it's like, yeah, we do. Because when people don't live it, you realize they don't have faith in it, right? That's when, that's when your faith is seen. When it, the, the rubber hits the road and you're like, well, am I going to lean into that aspect? Am I going to start trading on that currency versus trading on a technology widget or trading on, you know, some newfangled thing. And, yeah, I mean, I'm just unpacking this as you said that now. Yeah, that's that's amazing, yeah. And I think, you know, as I'm even listening to you or listening to myself right now, there may be people that are listening right now or listening long into the future to this podcast and, and immediately recoil, right? Be like, that's not needed. That's not the case. For sure. That's not what it is. We saw some last night when you say, like, visibly recoil. Yes. Right. They hear it and, you know, back away from from what's being said, literally physically step away from the stage, move to a different area. Right. Get another drink. Right. So, yeah. And so if you're sitting there and you're listening to this and, and your first thought is recoil, I would say at least at a minimum, just just take a just take a breath and sit in it for a second and, and assess like. Is, is there a different trajectory that I can be on, that our store, that our company can be on that actually sets the tone for the future or, or the, the, the possibility of having a future, you know, for, yeah. for automotive retail? And <laughs> we, we, it's not to be doom and gloom. It's just we have such a care and a passion, Paul and myself, 
for, like we want this to survive we want it to we believe that it can and that it should and that it is the best possible way for the manufacturer and the and the community to 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 have that bridge right but but if if it doesn't take get like get a massive makeover the bridge will go away yeah and that's a bad thing well the bridge is the retail dealership network that's what we're fighting to save because that's what we believe um, is is the best for not just the industry, right? If it doesn't survive, I guess it wasn't the best for the industry. But I think it can be really great for millions of people who work in it, for millions of people who are affected in it. And it goes back to our principle of saying, like, this industry has the ability to impact more people in a more positive way and has. And it's just at risk because the velocity of change right now and that bridge being retail auto dealers, once the OEMs have faith that the retail OEM network is the best way to win, is the best way to push back against the Teslas and the Carvanas, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, they just don't have that faith right now. Right. And they're never going to have that faith until we have the faith. And how does that start practically today? Pull somebody in your office if you're a leader and say, what do you think? How can we serve people better? What do you think? I know we have all this other stuff, but what do you think? And just be willing to like ask the question and listen. And if you're not a leader, put some thoughtfulness into how it can be better and present it to your leader. Yeah. Don't walk in the office and say, hey, I think this, this, and this. Like, Think on it for a few days. Write some bullet points and practical things down so that they can visualize it because nine times out of ten, they're not going to be able to. And unless you're a visionary vision caster that can go in and really like sell it to them, putting a little time and energy into making it or writing it out would, would help. But that, I think that, that thought right there, OEMs definitely don't have the faith that the retail dealers are the way forward. I, I don't think that they do. They might say they do. I don't think that they do. And that starts with retail auto dealers having faith that people are the currency of the future and really leaning into it. Yeah. Exactly. Well, man, Paul, we we had an incredible night last night. We obviously are still struck by the concepts that were that were that we were a part of discussing. And uh, today's going to be another exciting day. We're still a digital dealer. Um, we're speaking a couple times. Yep. Brian Kramer is probably going to bring down the house. And, our voices uh, are gone. From and our voices are gone. For two hours straight. And and we can't wait to connect with you. Uh, yeah. Be a part of this, changing this industry, and and you have the capacity to do that where you're at. All right, we'll see you tomorrow. I'm gonna head home tomorrow. Oof. We're still gonna do this podcast. Let's go. Everywhere I go, the people really wanna know who I is and who I be. They stop and stare when they see me. If I said it once, no need to repeat.